0: welcome to the official podcast of apostolic lighthouse we'd like to thank you for listening today we pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that god is working in your life enjoy the message matthew chapter 7 verse 13 enter ye in at the straight gate for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat, because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. Amen. And I want to preach on this subject. It's time to get things straight. Amen, and I know I purposely spelled straight that way, so don't think I don't know what I'm doing, okay? Because our verse spelled it that way, because I'm gonna talk about this passage, amen. Well, let's just worship God and, and just thank Him one more time before we're seated. God, we love you. Let your word go forth. Amen, and not return void. Accomplish the purpose, so, and bless the people in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Praise God. You know, it's very important for us to discern and understand the times we're living in with regards to God's Word and His plan for our lives in this world. We see uh, all kinds of things going on in, in our country and in the world. Amen. And, uh, you know, some, some of the things are red flags and warning. Uh, warning bells and and uh, things, Amen. That uh, uh, are to get our attention to see that we are, in fact, in the end times that the Lord talked to us about, Amen. And we are to uh, let these things remind us, Amen, that there's a time. Uh, amen, uh, that we need to do what we need to do for the Lord, amen, and sometimes these things come as reminders uh, that, you know, the time is short and it's time to get things straight, amen, in our lives, uh, praise God. And so uh, the the Bible said in Ecclesiastes chapter 3 that uh, there is a time The first eight verses talk about a time for this and a time for that. Amen. There's a time to be born and a time to die. There's a time to plant and a time to harvest. There's a time to break down and a time to build up. There's a time to weep and a time to laugh. There's a time to keep and a time to throw away. Amen. Amen. I did some major closet cleaning over the weekend. It was a time to throw away. Amen. A time to gain and a time to lose. A time to be silent and a time to speak. So there's a time for everything. Amen. And we're living in a time that gets us to a place where we need to be straight with God and right with God and doing what God wants us to do because we don't know for that day or that hour when he's going to come, it could be any time, and we've got to be ready. Amen. Amen. First Chronicles twelve thirty two. the Bible uh, talks about the children of Issachar. Now, Issachar was one of the 12 sons of Jacob. They're one of the 12 tribes of Israel. It's one of the tribes you never really hear about a whole lot. Amen. But this verse stands out, For the children of Issachar, which were men that had understanding of the times, to know what Israel ought to do, amen. And we need understanding of the times we're living in. So we, ought, we need to know what we ought to do, amen, when it comes to our walk with God. For it's not a time to go back. It's a time to go forward. It's not a time to, to cool off. It's a time to heat up for the Lord. Amen. It's not a time to, to just, you know, sit back and, 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 you know, just let things happen. It's a time to engage. Amen. And know that we as children of God can make a difference. We can pray and something will happen. We can fast. Amen. We can tell someone about Jesus. We can stand for what's right. Amen. Amen. Hebrews 4, verse 7 said, Again, he limiteth a certain day, saying, In David, today, after so long a time as it is said, Today, if you'll hear his voice, harden not your hearts. Amen. Amen. God, help us to have our hearts always open to your voice. Because if we will do that, we're going to be okay. If you'll hear his voice pardon not your heart, amen, that's why I come to church, I wanna hear his voice, that's why I pray, I wanna hear his voice, that's why I read the Bible, That's I wanna hear his voice, I don't wanna be deceived, I don't wanna be misled, I don't wanna go astray, 2 Corinthians 6 verse 2 said, Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Today is as good a day as any. Amen. To be saved. Amen. To stay saved, to rekindle, to renew, refresh, rededicate. Whatever it is, reconsecrate. Today is a good day. For the time it's time to get things straight. 1 John 2:18. John he wrote, to Amen, toward the uh, you know, the Uh, late part of the first century. And already he said, little children, it's the last time. They they were talking about the last time 1,900 years ago. And he said, as ye have heard that Antichrist shall come, even now are there many Antichrists whereby we know that it's the last time. Amen. Now the Antichrist hasn't revealed himself yet. That's one man. Amen. He might be alive today. We don't know what's going on, when that's going to happen. Amen. But the spirit of Antichrist already works in the earth. Amen. Because Antichrist is the opposite of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And we know that spirit, the darkness and the evil works, praise God. And because it's coming on stronger than ever before, we know that it is the last time and it's time to get things straight. Amen. Amen. Revelation 1, 3 Blessed is he that readeth and they that hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written therein for the time is at hand. Amen. And Paul told the Romans in thirteen eleven of the book of Romans and that knowing the time... That now it is high time to awake out of sleep. Amen. And that's not just, that's not physical sleep. That's talking about, amen, a spiritual sleep or a slumber where, you know, where we're, you know, not aware and alert of what's happening. Amen. It's a high time to awake out of sleep for now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. Now he's preaching, To the church in Rome, he's preaching to already saved Christians. Amen. So when he mentions the word salvation is nearer than when believed, it's not talking about the salvation of their souls that are already saved in that book of Rome, Romans, that church of Rome. He's talking about when Jesus comes, when the rapture happens. That'll be our salvation when he saves us out of this world. Praise God. And we'll, that'll be a glorious day and we'll forever be with the Lord. So we got to understand that it is time for us to get things straight. Time for us, if we got if we got it straight, to keep it straight. Amen. In our relationship and our walk with God. Now the word straight literally means a natural narrow waterway that connects two large bodies of water. So you got this little strip of water and there's a big body of water on one side, another body of water on the other side and then you got some land over here and land over there. You know, there's, some, there's a, quite a few straits in this world but uh, I'm going to just talk about four of them. The Bering Strait, that connects the Arctic Ocean in the north to the Pacific Ocean in the south and it separates Russia from Alaska and it's only 51 miles wide. So somebody could stand on that little edge of 50 and, and get some binoculars and they can look over at Siberia and Russia and look at those guys. 51 miles. Strait of Gibraltar, it connects the Atlantic Ocean to the over here over to the, the, the left to the Mediterranean Sea on the right there. And it separates Spain. Amen. From Morocco, North Africa. And it's only eight miles wide at its narrowest point. The Strait of Dover. It connects the English Channel on the left to the North Sea on the right and it separates England from France. It's 18 miles wide at its narrowest point and it was a key waterway that was used not only in World War 1 but also World War 2. Amen because Dunkirk is right there. Amen on the on the edge there of of England right there on the south. And we know the miracle of Dunkirk if you ever read your World War 2 history where where uh, you know the, the Germans had them all, the English all pinned right there, and they rescued you know rescued them at night with all these boats, uh, you know, in the fog and everything, and it was a miracle. That waterway, that, that uh, Strait of Dover, was key in that uh, mission. And then you have the Strait of Hormuz. It connects the Persian Gulf with the Gulf of Oman, and it separates Iran at the north to uh, from Oman and United Arab Emirates on the south. It's a little over 24 miles wide at its wide and narrowest point. And it's one of the most strategic waterways in the entire world. Amen. For international trade. Why? Because first of all, it's the only passageway that leads out of the Persian Gulf to the open ocean. Amen. And what happens in the Persian Gulf? Amen. All the oil of the Middle East comes from the Persian Gulf and goes out to through that uh, uh, narrow strait a third of the world's liquefied natural gas and almost a fourth of the world's oil passes through that strait and when you see when large tanker ships and large cargo ships start, they go you know they're they're okay when they're in these big bodies of water these big seas and these big oceans but when they start heading to a strait They got to be really be on high alert. If there's other ships in there you know, they got a lot less room to maneuver. They have to be careful. Amen. They have to be on high alert. They have to, you know, uh, really be watching and looking. Amen. Because when you're on the straight and you're in, you're in a straight and when you're on the straight way, it's a narrow way. Amen. And you got to be more on your toes when you're just out there on a big wide way. See, in our text verse, Jesus describes two gates and two ways. Amen. He describes a wide gate and a broad way and a a straight gate and a narrow way. That first one he described was the wide gate and the broad way. And in the wide gate and the broad way, pretty much anything goes. There's not a whole lot of rules. There's not no real limitations. Those that do, that do not believe in God, they walk on the Broadway. Those that worship anything but the true and living God, they walk on the Broadway. Those that are adrift in dark currents of. of the the spirit and attitude of this world are on the broad way. Those that are wicked and evil or practice and participate in abominable things and actions and activities are on the broad way. Amen. And many have traveled this broad way in history and are currently traveling on this broad way. And the broad way leads to the wide gate. But sadly, when you get through the wide gate, amen, that leads to destruction. And though maybe it's an, arguably an easier uh, way to walk in this life. Amen. In some people's minds. Amen. It doesn't matter because the destination is terrible. Destination is terrible. Praise God. I'll tell you what, though. I After walking with the Lord. Amen. There's no greater way than walking with the Lord. There's no greater life. So I, I would I would even argue that the broad way isn't an easier way. Amen. Praise God. So the second way and the second gate Jesus mentioned is the straight gate and the narrow way. Amen. And in that way, the Bible is the only guide and roadmap to navigate that narrow way that leads to the straight gate. It tells us, that Bible tells us that there's only one God who created only one heaven, and there's only one way to go to that one heaven, and that way is through Jesus Christ. Amen. There's a narrow way to go to heaven, and that's only through Jesus Christ. Praise God. John 14 6 said Jesus said unto him I am the way the truth and the life no man can come to the father but by me so people call the spirit people call the deity or whatever they call him God or father or all kinds of names but Jesus made a bold statement and he narrowed it way down and said nobody can go to the God of heaven but by me because I am the God of heaven manifest in flesh. Praise God. Amen. And that same Bible, amen, written by that same one God, tells us that that one and only God has one and only name. That's the highest name, amen, in heaven, earth, and under the earth. And it's the only name given under heaven among us, whereby we must be saved. Amen. amen. Praise God, and of course I'm talking about none other than the name of Jesus, praise God. The name of Jesus is is important in our salvation. The name of Jesus is important in answering prayer. The name of Jesus is important in backing devils and demons off. The name of Jesus is important in miracles, signs and wonders. The name of Jesus is everything to us. Amen. We have a narrow way. We got one God, one Bible, and one name. Praise God. That same Bible tells us there's only one way to be saved, and that is to obey the gospel, which is the death, burial, resurrection of Jesus Christ. Amen. It's a narrow way because the Bible is our book. Jesus is the name that we follow, and the gospel of Jesus Christ is our plan. Amen and on this narrow way the scope of our lives amen is centered on and revolve around the things of god amen his commandments his purpose and his will for our lives amen we put ourselves about you know, in secondary position when it comes to God, He's number one in our life. He's our first love. Amen. His kingdom is our first priority. Praise God. We're led by His Spirit. Amen. He said, "Take up your cross daily and follow Me." Yeah. Amen. Now, by contrast, the the narrow way has far fewer travelers. The the broad way, many there be that go in that way and. The, the, the straight way, the narrow way, and the straight gate has far fewer travelers. Now, the reason for that is not because God wants far fewer travelers on the, the narrow way. Amen. It's not because God plays favorites. Amen. That's not the reason why there's fewer people on the straight and narrow. Amen. There's fewer people because fewer people want to be on that way. Fewer people want to desire to be on that way. And that's just the way it is because God's not willing that any should perish. God wants all people to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. Jesus died for everybody, whosoever will. Amen. So he made the way but not everybody wants to go that way. So the reason why there's fewer people on the straight and narrow way is that you have to choose their narrow way. You, you know, you can do nothing, absolutely nothing and be on the broad way. Like, you know, just like, where are you going? I don't know. What's your plan? I don't know. I'm just going, I'm just living my life. You can do nothing and be on the broad way. Amen. You got to Choose. The broadway is going with the current. The broadway is going with the spirit of the world. The broadway is just, I'm just going to be like a jellyfish. Just I'm just going to woo. Where, where are you going? I'm going where all these other guys are going because the waves are taking us. Out. We're going where the tide. The tide's going that way. We're going that way. And you know when the tide goes that way, we're going to go that way. Amen. Or I'm going to just so going to be a uh, tumbleweed and I'm going to go where the wind blows. And I might get stuck up against a fence for a while, but pretty soon I'll be blown over that fence. And then I'll go wherever the wind goes. You know, that's not a good way to live. Amen. You know what I want to be? I want to be like the salmon who, when they want to go back to spawn, amen, they, they go up river against the current and go back to the place where they were born. Amen. And it's not an easy way. It was a, a narrow way. And it wasn't the easy way like going downstream, but it was the best way. Amen. Praise God. So you got to choose the narrow way. You got to be faithful on the narrow way. You got to watch and pray on the narrow way, amen. And be alert at all times. We yield our will to God's Spirit on the narrow way and allow Him to lead us. We keep His commandments on the narrow way as best we can. And it's God's desire that all would walk on the narrow way. And the call of God does go out to every single person because I believe God is fair and He tra- He calls everybody. But sadly, many. Many do not answer the call, and they are content to stay on the broad way for whatever reason. There's probably a million reasons. Matthew 22, 14, for many are called, but few are chosen. And I believe that many means everybody's called. Amen, but few are chosen. Amen. You know, the ones that are chosen are the ones that answer the call. Amen, it's not that God puts the call out to everybody and you know, and everybody shows up and then he just picks the ones that he likes and tells everyone else to go home like it's some game show contestants or whatever. No, that's not the way it goes. Amen, the call goes out and if you show up and you go to him, the Bible said, he that cometh to me, I will in no wise cast out. Amen, you come to me, I'll, ex- I'll receive you to myself. But people don't choose. God, so He doesn't choose them. Amen. So many people say, well, all you got to do is accept the Lord. You know you know what? God's got to accept me. Amen. He accepts me when I answer the call and I obey the gospel and I walk with Him. Amen. Luke chapter 13, verse 24, it said, strive to enter. In other words, be determined. Amen. Be, you know, persistent. Be be a you know a, a desire to enter in at the straight gate. For many I say unto you will seek to enter in and shall not be able. When once the master of the house has risen up and has shut the, the, to the door, and you begin to stand without and to knock at that door, saying, "Lord, Lord, open to us," and he shall answer and say unto you, "I know you not whence I know uh, you not whence you are. In other words, I don't I don't know who you are." Amen. So you see, now's the time to strive to enter the straight gate. Amen. It's time to get things straight. Now's the time to seek to enter the kingdom. Once the door is shut, it'll be too late. So don't misinterpret verse 24 when he said, hey, strive desire to enter into the straight gate for many i say will seek to enter in and shall not be able i thought you just told us those that seek to get in there and answer the call they'll get in oh yeah it it is but you got to read the next verse amen you can't be seeking to get in after the door is shut, praise God. You've got to go. Right now, there's an open door of grace. Right now, God's open door of grace is there for whosoever will. And now it's a time to get things straight. Now is a day of salvation. Today, if you'll hear his voice, harden not your heart. Amen. You know, the New Testament tells us a lot about the Old Testament. In fact, the the New Testament's hidden in the Old Testament. When you read the New Testament, you find out more about some of the Old Testament people that you read about than you did when you read about them in the Old Testament. And like Noah is one of them. The Bible, we we read the Old Testament, we find, well, God called Noah to build the, the ark, and he built the ark, amen. But the New Testament calls Noah a preacher of righteousness. So Noah wasn't just an ark builder, he was a preacher. He was hammering, he was sawing. He was lifting up timbers and he was preaching because you better believe if you're building a huge boat in your driveway, hundreds of miles from any water, you're going to attract attention and all the news coverage is going to be there. All the news vans. They didn't have news vans back there, but you know, all the donkeys with the news guys on them (laughs) were right there saying this guy has lost a couple of, you know, fries out of his happy meal. Amen. And so. What happened was, he preached, amen. And it was decades building that boat, and God shut the door. That didn't even say Moses. I mean, that Noah shut the door. God shut the door, amen. And then they sought. Oh, let us in. We believe it's raining. Oh my goodness, it's raining just like you preached. It's too late. The ten virgins, five were wise, five were foolish. In Matthew 25, amen, the five foolish ones didn't have oil in their lamps. They had to go get some, and while they were gone, the five wise, the door opened up. They went into the wedding feast. The door was shut, and then the other five came and knocked on the door. We're ready, we're ready, we're seeking the door. Let us in, amen, sorry, I never knew you, amen. We gotta be ready to get things straight right now right now amen praise god second corinthians eleven three. paul said i fear lest somehow as a serpent deceived by his craftiness so your minds may corrupt be corrupted from the simplicity that is in christ amen this is a narrow way and a straight gate because it's a simple way The simplicity means the singleness of mind and purpose. Praise God. Because it's the enemy's business to confound and confuse. Amen. And make all these things so it's... to make Christianity seem like it's so much and so hard and all this stuff. Oh no, it's there, it's got the enemy's business to distract and to p- try to pile heavy burdens on us. Amen. But it's Jesus. Amen. His purpose is to lighten our load. Give us rest for our minds and our hearts and our souls. And to tell us, amen, this is not a hard way. It's an easy way. It's a narrow way. But it's the best way. Amen. Matthew eleven twenty eight. 28. Jesus said, come to me, all you who are labor and are heavy laden. I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and lowly in heart. And you'll find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Amen. So you see, come to Jesus and he'll, he'll take us in. And he'll take the heavy load off and he'll give us soul rest. That's what we need. Amen. We don't some of us do need to sleep more. Amen. I wish my dog would let me sleep more, but he's like an early riser. Before sun up, he's ready to eat. Amen. Praise God, but sometimes yeah, we need to sleep more, but you know what? Sometimes we need rest for our minds, rest for our hearts, our emotions are all in tatters. We need to get those rested, amen, and our soul to be rested, amen. So it's time to simplify things in our lives and focus on the Lord. It's time to lighten the ship, so to speak, take, take off some of the load that we don't really need. Sometimes we think we need all this stuff, and it's not going to be good when we're traveling the narrow road, amen. Praise God. Amen. Micah 6 verse 8. He has shown you, O man. What, what's what's this, the bottom line for this? What, what, what's, what's expected of those that are going to walk on this narrow way? Here's one uh, verse that tells us. He has shown you, O man, what is good and what does the Lord require of you but to do justly, to love mercy and to walk humbly before your God. Amen. That's the simplicity of Christ. Amen. Humbly before your God. Amen. And you know what that means? Humbly doesn't mean, oh, you know, I'm no good and, and God doesn't want me. And and, and and that's why I don't even pray or I don't even, you know, come to church sometime because I'm no good. You know, that's not humbly. That's not Humility, amen, that's low self-esteem, amen, and, and uh, that is an inferiority complex, and that's somebody, amen, that uh, needs uh, to understand who they are if they're walking with God, amen. You don't need to take the tuck head, and you need to come to church, and you need to pray, and you need to seek God. you going to walk humbly before my God. That just means uh, God is everything. Humbly before my God, God trusting God for everything. It's by the grace of God I am what I am. Jesus said, without me, you can't do anything. And that's what humbly means. Amen. Ecclesiastes twelve thirteen said, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Amen. Now, when, when somebody says that in the Bible, it's like you got to tune your ears. And just like get them all perked up. And I got some beauties right here. Amen. To get them all perked up. Amen. And fear God. What's the conclusion of the whole matter? What's the bottom line? Fear God and keep His commandments for this is the whole duty of man. Amen. Don't let the enemy or don't even let yourself say, oh, there's so much. I don't know what to do and all this stuff. No, no. Amen. Do, do justly. Love mercy. Be, walk humbly before your God. Amen. Fear the Lord and keep his commandments. It's simplicity of Christ. Amen. Respect God. That's what fear is. Respect God. Respect God's word. And lastly, our, my last passage I want to read. Jesus said in Mark 12, 29, and Jesus answered and said, the first of all commandments is here, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. And and, and the continuation of that first commandment, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind, with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. And the second is like, namely this, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. There are none other commandments greater than these. Amen. So don't worry. Amen. I'm not saying we we don't need to be knowing what the rest of the Bible says, but you know what? Just get to the simplicity of Christ. Amen. Do justly. Love mercy. Walk humbly before your God. Amen. Fear God. Keep his commandments. Amen. And then love that God with all your heart, mind, strength, and soul, and your neighbor as yourself. It's the simplicity of walking on the narrow way that leads to the straight gate. Amen. Amen. Praise God. And then in in Matthew, he said this same passage in, in a similar way. And he said, on these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. So the whole Old Testament hangs on those two, you know, all 39 of those books. So that's the important thing to understand amen so yes the way is narrow to walk for the lord and yes the gate is narrow because it's a straight gate amen but guess where it leads it leads to eternal life it leads to heaven it leads to be forever be with the lord amen that's the awesome part of this thing praise god Oh, hallelujah. So I want to encourage you, amen, to keep on going, to keep on pressing forward, to keep on being what for God what you need to be and what God wants you to be. Amen. It's going to be worth it all. Amen. Yeah, there are a lot of allurements, and yeah, there are a lot of distractions, and yeah, there's a lot of, uh, you know, worldly pleasures on the broadway, but it doesn't lead to anything good in the end. Amen. We got to stay with the Lord. It's going to be worth it all. Would you stand with me? What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast and may God bless you.